Welcome to Freedom for Serafina. I am your host, A.B. Ridgeway, and prepare to be blessed. A.B., yeah, cue the music. Let's make this happen. I want to go where the moon shines bright. I want to dance under the stars tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I feel truly blessed that you took the time out of your day to listen to us. Because this show is dedicated to you and the people that you love. See, sometimes you just need to pick me up. I share heartwarming stories, poems, inspirational writings, and lessons we wish we learned when we were younger. But it's never too late to teach the next generation. So thank you for joining us as we relive happy moments of our childhood and things we need to hear as adults. Let us open in prayer. Dear God, thank you for blessing us with the opportunity to bring a third show. Today, we will be diving into our subconscious and dealing with societal issues that may be sensitive to some audiences. I pray that they open up their hearts and their minds so that they may find your blessings in them. We pray for guidance and discernment of the tongue as we bring your spirit to life through this message. Until that day comes, amen. Now, before we go into our writings for the day, I want to talk about two scriptures that will give us all some context to these writings. The first is 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, and it reads, Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test? It's important to determine where we're at, where we're going, who are we, how we really looked inside ourselves to find out who we are. Are we merely following the patterns of those who came before us and the suggestions of the peers that surround us as well. The next verse is James chapter 1, verse 23 through 25. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. So it's not just about hearing great scriptures. It's not about hearing inspirational quotes. It's not about listening to motivational writings. It's about doing. It's about taking the information that you gather and applying it to your life. So maybe even you can draw some inspiration and give it to the next generation. All right, everybody, let's jump into the first writing. The first writing is called Thinking Outside of the Box. See here, love knows no color and thoughts have no box. Tonight, I read a story inspired by Tyrone, a neighbor of mine and the father of a daughter who is struggling with identifying with those around her. See, her father speaks to her, 
and lets her know that God made us all special and different. And that just because she thought outside the box didn't make her an outsider. He encourages her to stay true to herself because at every stage in life, there is someone or something that will challenge that belief. But holding on to God, she can make it through anything. From the friends she hangs with to finally the man she marries. For happiness is all that matters. So let's get to it. Thinking outside the box. Good night, Daddy. Good night, baby. Dad? Yes, baby. Do you ever feel like you don't belong? Sometimes. Is that a bad thing? Well... Let me tell you a story, and you can tell me, thinking outside the box. As we grow up, we change. Just as a baby starts to crawl, then walk, and then runs. In life, there are times we must grow and adjust to meet the challenges of life. See, even when you were a little girl, I knew you were special. I wanted you to have the best in this world could offer. I want to give you the tools necessary to succeed in this world. I think it was Alvin Toffler who is credited with saying, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. So I sent you to schools where they taught you how to think and not what to think. I still remember your report on Charles Drew and your teachers telling you it had to be on someone famous not knowing he was a surgeon and medical researcher and someone like you. Different. You didn't let those teachers put you in a box. You thought for yourself. And as you continue to grow, you'll realize that you control the way you think. And if you want to change anything in this world, you look in the mirror and you start with yourself. It says in the Bible, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, do not be conformed by this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You'll be tested, my daughter, in many things, who you hang out with, who you date, and one day, who you fall in love with and marry. But stay true to yourself, because God is love and love conquers all. Do you understand now? So being different isn't a bad thing? Not at all. Dad? Mm-hmm? Can you tell me what makes you different? Well, I think that's a story for another night. Thinking outside the box, we are constantly changing. Like the story said, we have to learn to grow and adjust. The term survival of the fittest doesn't necessarily just speak about how strong an animal is. It's about how well it fits to its new circumstances. It is about the ability to adapt. 
those are the ones that will survive long enough to pass on their genes. In a world that humans have no natural predators, the only thing stopping us is how we think. Our ability to adapt our thinking to make it to the next day. And sometimes, that means thinking outside the box. Because the way humanity is going may not be in our best interest. That's why it's important to seek God in everything that we do. So that he may guide us through those tough times. As we find out in the story, the little girl's teacher warned her to conform to who she felt was a famous person. Not knowing that Charles Drew was a hero to many young kids. Isn't this how we see the world as well? We admire those people they tell us to admire. We call people celebrities that the world says we should be calling celebrities. See, the word celebrity means broad public recognition. But for what? Being able to dance, to sing, or throw a ball? What happened to people who should just be celebrated? If we change the term, then we can recognize that all can be celebrated at something. Because unless you are Michael Jackson, there is someone that has no idea who you are. There are celebrities in Germany that I have no idea exist. Does that make them less celebrated? So we need to change our frame of mind and think outside of the box. We all are celebrities in our own right. The public is who we know and those we spend our time with. Now this was not about celebrity, but it was about being who you are because you are perfect the way you are. And it's through the test of God that we're able to discover who we truly are. Can you think of a time when you had to think outside the box to fit in? Are you struggling with finding your purpose in this life? My tip is to stand in your faith. No matter what you do, do with all your heart. Because only you have one God that you need to serve. I hope you've been blessed. Okay, once again, I want to give a huge thank you to Matt Roberts, who's over the podcast at AOC Lafayette for this opportunity to broadcast. Your community needs you to help bring good content to the community by the community. If you feel you have something that needs to be heard, check out the AOCINC.org website and see where you can bring your ideas to life. Speaking of the listeners, if you like what you've heard from us so far, we'll be broadcasting new writings every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 a.m. And if you missed one, don't worry. You can always tune into this show at 3 p.m. on Sunday after church to catch up on the latest episodes. Well, enough of the logistics. Let's get back to the poems. Our next piece is called The Examined Life. The freedom of thought. I examine the idea of freedom. With freedom comes the responsibility of the decision that we make. Since we have freedom of choice and action, the consequences are 100% our responsibility. Yet, internally, this may cause anxiety. Therefore, many of us are willing to relinquish this freedom to religion or to a philosophy and use their definition of truth in order to relieve ourself of this responsibility. Yet, I argue, freedom from the anxiety of freedom is not freedom at all. That the beauty of life lies in the ability to see your life as it is, no matter how dark, and bring light to it by your own volition, seeking God first, and then acting in the free will he has given you. Now let's get right into it. 
And as always, I'll talk to you on the other side of this blessing. Welcome to another exciting episode of Freedom for Serafina. I am your host, A.B. Ridgeway. Today, we'll be discussing the dark side of the light. Socrates said it best with, The unexamined life is not worth living. How true is this statement? Yet, it fails to articulate the dangers of an examined life. See, at first, a feeling of ecstasy and excitement has you ready to tackle some of your most dormant thoughts and emotions inside yourself. The puzzle that is you, which was once in a million pieces, starts to come together to form the image you had in your head of who you wanted to be. See, understanding the push and the pull of self-analysis, of an internal and external masking, delving deep into this labyrinth we call a soul, is intoxicating. This feeling is hard to let go of. See, even as I speak to you today, the idea of ignorance is bliss floods my mind as I question this journey. Scared to return to the idle mind, controlled by the thoughts of the masses we call society. But am I destined to fall victim to the torment of many of the world's best philosophers, never finding answers to life's problems, but only finding more questions on why we don't have more answers? For every school of thought, a counter school exists, only to undermine the discoveries of the other. Are we fixing the psychological dilemmas, or are we merely masking it with rhetoric, treating the symptoms, but not the problem? So as I travel through my labyrinth, searching for mentors, I am merely grasping at straws as the guides are useless by their own definitions. See, the freedom from the anxiety of freedom is a relinquishing of that freedom to another, be it religion or another philosopher, so that we can have a clear answer to what do we do in this life and what is our purpose? For me, I don't know what to do or think, but I know I would rather die than let someone else do it for me. So I guess I'll just suffer in my own self-examination because an unexamined life may not be worth living, but an Examine life is worth dying for. I hope that you've been blessed today. Seek God in everything that you do, and he will show you the way. That was the examined life. We need to make sure that we take the time to figure out where we are and where we want to be. When we start to look at ourselves, it can be difficult. When was the last time that you took the time to evaluate your life? As the story said, it is very difficult not to fall down the rabbit hole of philosophy because every discovery is subjective and not objective. So what is freedom? To me, Freedom is the responsibility to control your own lives and live it righteously. But it also comes with anxiety, the pressure of doing the right thing. So to relieve ourselves of this, I speak about giving this responsibility to religion. 
You hear people say, the Bible says, or God says in the Bible. And these are great statements. But it gives the responsibility of what is being said to God and the Bible and not the person saying it. My hope was that we don't give up that freedom and own our choices and say things like, I learned from the Bible that being prudent is a quality that God loves. And that is why I try to live my life prudently. I embrace the words of God because I believe honoring your mother and father is a quality of a good person. And I'd like to see people I know do it. So the point is not to let people strip you of your freedom to be who you are, because this world is full of people who want to lead you down their path of righteousness. But this is your life. See God in everything that you do. And if you listen to your heart, you'll know what to do. Well, that's all for this episode. I want to thank you for listening. And remember, if you want to support what we do, then share, subscribe, and leave a review over on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Just search for Freedom for Serafina, and you can always see us here at the AOC website at aocinc.org and search for Freedom for Serafina. Thank you for listening. Until the next time the Lord blesses us to be together, I am A.B. Ridgway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. A.B., yeah, cue the music. The people got places to go and things to do. Once again, thank you for listening. Do you want to work with me to build your own story? Then shoot us an email with your idea and we will work with you to bring your story to life here on our podcast. The email is A-L-A-J-A-H-W-O-N dot R-I-D-G-E-W-A-Y at A-O-C-I-N-C dot org. That's Elijah dot Ridgeway at A-O-C-I-N-C dot org. If you didn't catch that, you can find the email in the show notes below this recording. Thank you again for listening.